Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hope. My name is Tammy Lynn Connors, and this is my YouTube channel and podcast, Helping Other People Evolve. My mission and vision with Hope is to help people that feel like they're alone in their struggles. You know, in the last two years, especially, I know so many people are at home, they feel like they're all alone, that their struggle they cannot get through. So what I do most of the time is I interview people that have unfortunately got gone through a struggle, but have gotten to a strength. So it's just amazing hearing these stories. Today, I am just doing a solo, just me. Um, I had a girl that was going to, I was going to interview earlier today. Things didn't go as planned. I haven't done a podcast in almost two weeks. So I thought, man, I better do one pretty quick before you guys forget who I am. And um, I kind of procrastinated a lot today. And then I was just getting ready. I was going to get ready for um, my night to be relaxing and over. And I said, Tammy, get in there and do the damn podcast. Because here's the deal. We can convince ourselves to do nothing, or we can convince ourselves to do everything. And that's where I'm going to, my point tonight is going to be about um, being too busy and learning to sit with yourself. So when I did a podcast or a YouTube interview earlier with my friend, Sonia Johnson, and actually she is on my podcast. If you want to look her up, her name's Sonia Johnson. She has an amazing story of hope and recovery, and she had lost her children and her marriage and just so much, and she's gotten it all back, and it's just amazing what she's doing, and she's a true example of what hope is. So we were talking, and we were talking about being so busy, and I thought about that, and and I used to to say the saying to people, and I'm not going to say it anymore because the more I think about it, the more it's like, eh, I don't know if that's so true. I used to say to people, well, busy people are happy people because you don't have time to not be happy. That's not true because I feel like busy people, and I, I'm busy. Busy is good, right? Keeping busy, doing all the things. But sometimes we're so busy doing this, that for this person, this person, doing it over here and over here and work and you know, making dinner and just doing everything that we lose ourselves. We lose who we are. I lost Tammy Lynn Connors for years. First, I lost her in addiction. I completely lost who I was. And I would be lying if I said that even after being sober eight years, I found myself. I would actually be lying if I even said after 15 years, I found myself. I would not be lying if I said that after almost 17 years, I started to find myself and that's what I'm working on right now. My whole life, my whole life has been busy, like busy, taking care of people. Man, I tell you, when I talk about living your life for yourself, I am a true example of what it was like to not live my life for myself. Now, The things that I did, the people I took care of and all of that, I have no regrets, but I probably should have went a different approach because I was, I'm a caretaker. I like to take care of people. It's what I do. I like to help people. That's what I do. But in the meantime, sometimes when you're doing all of that, you lose who you are. And that's what happened to me. I am in 2000. So I got sober in 2004. So we're going to go with 2013. Okay. So nine years later, I'm I'm good in my sobriety. You guys, my sobriety is like on target. I never will be complacent, but I have no desire in my entire soul to ever go back 
to the way that I was feeling when I quit drinking. I will never, ever, ever want to be that Tammy Lynn Connors. I do not want to be lost. I don't want to be broken. I don't want to be worthless. And I wasn't, but I felt that way. I will never go back to that person. I will never go back to throwing up every single day and wondering where I'm going to get my next drink. I will never go back to that person. So 2013, my mom decided to get a divorce from my stepfather, which was absolutely fine. They didn't get along. It was fine. The problem with it is, is that she was raising my niece and nephew, who at the time were 11 and um, 12, because they're only 13 months apart. So 11 and 12, um, the 12 year old, very, um, a lot of, of self-esteem issues, a lot of things going on. Her great grandma just died. So she went through this whole, like her life was over because her great grandma had her up on a pedestal. So I'm going to step in and do this. Now, years before that, when my mom was thinking of getting divorced, I was with um, my my good friend, Nancy Rupley, who's a pastor. And I remember we were looking at a house to buy and it was going to be for my mom, myself and my niece and nephew. And I can remember Nancy saying, Tammy, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because I feel like it's something that you shouldn't do. And at that time I was like, oh, okay. And I, and I didn't. Well, I seem to have forgotten that a year later that Nancy had said that. So we all move in together, right? So now I'm taking care of my mom, who is not in great health. My niece, who is, has a lot of um, mental health issues going on, you know, some um, mostly self-esteem things. She was getting bullied. She was a cutter, like all of this stuff going on. And I'm trying to work full-time, two jobs, take care of her, making sure that she's not, you know, cutting herself, drinking, drugging, doing all that. She has a boyfriend that's just no good for her. And then I got Nathan, who's my other nephew or my nephew. And um, I didn't say my niece's name because I probably shouldn't say Nathan's name either. But anyways, Nathan, Nathan was good. Um, Ended up like I was going crazy because all I was doing was working and taking care of the family, which they needed me. But at the same time, I didn't know who I was. So Moving forward a little bit, ended up Kaylee, we had to move her down to South Carolina. She needed to get away from the area. She moved down there into her great aunt and great uncle lived down there. So she went down there. And then um, here comes 2018. 2018, I, um, I, I, I promote a product. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner, basically. And I decided that I was going to leave my full-time job at the casino and do my other job full-time. Um, I always talk about how God works in this. So I quit at the casino on March 28th. On March 30th, Nathan, my nephew, had been sick for a little while. Um, in and out of the, not, not in and out of the hospital, just in and out of doctor's office, trying to figure out what was wrong with him. Well, I finally took him to the emergency room on March 30th because I thought the kid was going to literally die. He was skinny. He was pale. He was gray. Took him in. Here he had ulcerative pancolitis. They had to remove his entire colon. Um So here he is, right? So now I don't work at the casino, thank God. So I'm able to take care of Nathan through that. My mom's in and out of the hospital. Nathan ends up having like 11 surgeries within a 15 month period. My mom ended up having two or three surgeries through there, broke her ankle. So all of this is just saying, man, I was busy, 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 busy. Even though I wasn't working full time now, now I'm busy taking care of them because they need me there, right? So I'm going to fast forward to 2020, uh, 2020, you know, we all know what 2020 was like for everybody. You know, I, I, I suffered some severe losses that year. You know, I lost my best friend to uh accidental fentanyl overdose. He took a Percocet fentanyl. 
Um, I lost another friend to a domestic violence. Um, her ex-husband to be murdered her, shot her 14 times. And then in August, I lost my mom to COVID. Um, you know, so it was rough. And so after my mom passed away, because I helped take care of her, um, after she passed away, I was like, oh, now what do I do? Um, my son is going to be 31 that year. And I only take care of him because he's pretty good. He's got a job and a place that he lives and his dog. I'm like, what do I do? So I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pack my stuff and I'm going to move to Arizona. Now, this is my point of when you're so busy that you lose yourself and you don't know who you are and you have to learn who you are. Um, my drive to Arizona, I did it quick, man. I did a 15 hours to Edmond, Oklahoma. I went and visited a friend there. I slept for like seven hours. I got back in my truck and I drove 16 hours to Arizona. So I went bam, bam. During that 31 hour drive, I probably cried 29 and a half of the hours. The only time that I wasn't probably crying was when I was pumping gas or going to the bathroom. Every second, I would just think of something else and something else and something else. And I sat with myself because I wasn't busy taking care of everybody else. I feel like sometimes we're going along a good path, right? We're going, we're going, things are going great. Things are going great. And then, then you got to help over here at the school. And then you got to help over here at, you know, the church and you got to help over here at a craft show. And you got to help over here because somebody needs their dogs taken care of and you need to help this and this and this. Now you're helping everybody else you lose sight of what you are doing to help yourself, even though what you're doing are good things, but you lose who you are again. Now you are scatterbrained. You're not loving yourself like you were and all of this. So when I sat with myself and sat with myself, I started learning about who Tammy Lynn Connors was. I started learning like, yes, this is who I am. I learned to put boundaries up. I learned how to detach. I learned how to love from a distance. I learned how to know my worth. I learned to be by myself. That was a hard lesson for me. My whole life, my whole entire life, I was so, I still am a social butterfly, but I was always had to be with people. I always had to be doing something. Very, very seldom was I by myself unless I was in the hospital, honestly. I always had to be somewhere doing something with somebody here, there, here, there. And I never found a peace because I always had to be somewhere to fulfill me. And I found out that I don't, you know, now I live by myself. I haven't lived by myself since I was trying to really figure it out. I want to say Chad didn't live with me maybe in 2010, maybe for a little while. He didn't live with me, my son. And I still had like my niece would come over. My other niece, Brittany, you come over. My sister would be there. So I never like really lived by myself. So now I am living by myself. And what I'm finding out is I love my time. I love being with me. That took a lot. And I, I just urge everybody to find that, find that peace in yourself, 
Find what you like to do. You know, maybe you like to watch movies. Maybe you like to do crafts. Maybe you just like to chill. Maybe you like to meditate. Maybe you like to dance. Maybe you like to go work out. It's okay to do those things by yourself. You don't have to have other people do that with you. I used to be so big on that. Like if I said to people, hey, I'm gonna go out dancing. Anybody want to go? And nobody would go. Guess what I would do? I wouldn't go. I don't do that anymore. I ask some people if they want to go out dancing. They say, no, I'm like, it's okay. I'll go dance by myself. I'm all right with being by myself. I'm all right with going to dinner and enjoying a meal with me, going to a movie, enjoying it with me, sitting in my living room. I put a fireplace together all by myself. I was so proud of myself. I love it more because I put it together, but I could sit in there, put my feet up and look at my fireplace. I don't even have a TV and just chill. So what I've learned is to learn who you are. Learn what you love to do. Put your boundaries up. You have to have boundaries. You have to have boundaries. You cannot let people continually, continually, continually ask you to do things. Not everybody's walking all over you, but they know that you're the person that they're going to call and you're going to say, yeah, I'll do it. Because that's who you are, right? I'm that way. Like I've had to say no a couple of times to a restaurant that I used to work at. And I just can't physically do it because I'm working at the casino grave shift. So grave shift is a weird shift anyways, right? I get off work at six in the morning. And if I get off at six in the morning and then I want to go work somewhere, then usually I'm up for like 24 or 26 hours straight and your body just isn't good doing that. Then I start losing who I am again. So I've had to say no, which is hard for me, but I've done it. So all I can really express on this video is don't get so busy that you don't know who you are. Don't get so busy that you lose sight of what you like to do. Don't get so busy taking care of other people that you don't take care of yourself. Remember, an empty cup cannot help anybody else. So you need to fill your cup daily, whatever it is you do. I get up in the morning, I take my vitamins right when I wake up because they wake me up, uh, like really wake me up. And then I meditate for a little bit. I say gratitude. I put on a YouTube video. Sometimes I read devotionals. I'm not really good at that, but I need to get better at that. I put on a YouTube video, whatever I'm feeling that morning. Maybe it's a motivational video. Maybe it's a uh, Sarah Jake Roberts video. Maybe it's a Steve Harvey. Maybe it's David Goggins I need that day. Maybe I need Joyce Myers that day. Maybe I need Joel Osteen that day. Maybe I just need to sit and be with Tammy that day. You guys, you need to get some routines together and figure out who you are and what protects your peace. Know what you are worth. Know that God made you perfectly imperfect so that you could be you. Find out what your gift is. Maybe your gift, you know, my gift is um, my gift is giving. My gift is to, to share my story of hope. My gift is to be a light in this dark world. And you all have a gift. Everybody has a gift. We just have to find it out. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're on stage and speaking or you launch a podcast or you have a YouTube channel or you're you know, whatever it is that you do, maybe, maybe your gift is on Sundays, if you go to church, standing at the front door and greeting people with a smile. The church that I go to, and um, I loved it because the young man that used to greet me at the door, he always had this big smile on his face and just, he was the perfect person for the job. And that was his gift. 
That was his gift. So don't think that you don't have a gift because you do. What's happened is throughout life, throughout as you get older and older and take care of more people and doing this and working and taking care of more people and paying the bills and taking it, you drowned yourself and you're gone. So what you need to do is break those barriers down, start setting boundaries, stop letting other people run your life. You are the one that needs to run your life. Don't let anybody else run your life. Stop, stop, stop. Sometimes we're enabling people that shouldn't be enabled. We need to detach from them. We just have to say, I love you from afar, but I cannot help you now until you're ready to get help. We have to be the one to put up the boundaries. We have to be the ones to make those choices, right? I talk about this a lot. Choices. We make choices every single day. Good choices and bad choices. And guess what? Throughout those choices, there's always a consequence. Always. I don't care if it's a good choice or a bad choice. There's always a consequence. Think about what you're doing. Think about how you can heal you and how you can be a better version of yourself. And then that way it'll all happen. I promise you. But we have to learn to sit and be quiet and be with ourselves. It's the hardest thing to do. I'm telling you, sitting in my truck for those 31 hours that I drove out to Arizona was one of the hardest trips I ever made. When I came back and went back and came back, which I went back and forth across the United States four times in in a little over a year. When I did it, my second trip back wasn't so bad. My third trip across wasn't so bad. My fourth trip was not so bad. Why? Because I started learning who I was and working on myself. If you can find a counselor, find a counselor. If you need someone to talk to, find somebody to talk to. Listen, you are an amazing human being. I promise you, you are amazing. You are incredible. You have to start believing it though. If you don't believe it, you can't let others believe it. You have got to learn who you are and just be the best version of yourself and be okay with being alone with yourself. Try it sometime. Um, I I talk about this a little bit. I I did a float spa. I don't know if anybody's ever done one before, but a float spa is you go in this this, um, tub, basically, and it's filled with Epsom salt, like 5,000 gallons of Epsom salt water. Let's just say it's probably more, not that much. But anyways, so what you do is you actually float. Your body floats. Now, the first time I did it, it took me probably a good 15 minutes just to get used to the fact that I was floating because I feel like the only time we've ever floated actually like this is when we were in our mother's womb. So it's a weird feeling. Well, it's quiet in there. I don't remember if I had music or not, but pretty much you're just laying there in your own head. I wanted to go jump off a bridge when I came out of that float spot. And I'm not even lying to you because I was in my own head so bad. And I was, I say this, the biggest bully you'll ever meet is your own self. This mind is the biggest bully you'll ever meet in your life. I got out of that I'm telling you, I got out of that float spa. I came home and I was like, I will never do that again because I was in my own head. I was in my own head, but I was not, it wasn't a bad, as bad as I made it. It was telling me things that I needed to do and needed to change. And I was like, I am not listening to you. This is horrible. Well, then when I finally, now I want to go lay in that float spa. I have two gift certificates and I'm going to go do it because now my headspace is so different. Today, when I was on a podcast um, or YouTube video with my friend, Sonia, these words empowered me so much. Now I'm going to get emotional. I thought I was going to go the whole thing without getting emotional. But when she started this YouTube video, she said, this is my friend, Tammy. Not only is she in recovery from addiction, 
but she has, she's a, she has a podcast. She has a YouTube channel. She's an author. She's a inspirational speaker. She said all these things. And I sat there for a minute and I thought, I am, I am, I did it. I'm not done. Oh, trust me. I'm not done, but I'm making progress because I stopped listening to the voices of others. I stopped being so busy that I didn't know who I was. And I stopped. I stopped doing for others what they could do for themselves. I mean, it's a, it was a big change for me to be able to say no. So I just urge you all find something, find something that you love to do. Find something in your morning to get you going. Don't wake up and get immediately on Facebook or social media, because you're going to find something on there that you're not going to love. I can almost promise you that. And it can ruin your whole day. I have an example of something that happened today. And I'm, I've really been trying to mentor to my friend about this. Um, she um, said she had a dream last night and it was of, I don't know, she said two black bears and a lion and a lioness and I don't know, just all this stuff going on. And she's like, immediately I got up this morning and I Googled black bears and I'm not going to tell you what that means. And I was like, well, what was it? She's like, and that started my whole day horrible because then this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And uh, so according to her, the black bears meant death. So I was like, okay, so we go into Google And we try to find out what our dream meant. I told her, just write your dreams down, write your dreams down someday. I, and I, I'm not best at this, but I'm working on it. You write your dreams down. You're going to start figuring out what they mean. They don't always mean what you see. These bears in a dream were not aggressive. Um, The lion and lioness were not aggressive. So I started Googling and looking more into spirit animals, things like that. Like really, what does it mean if you dream about a bear? What does it mean if you dream about a lion head? One little thing said possibly death. Everything else was um, that your leadership skills needed to be better. Just um, you needed to let go of things. There was just so many things that I Googled in there. And so I told her, I'm like, look, you looked at the first negative thing there and took off with that. And that ruined your whole day because then the cheerleaders didn't show up. This happened, this happened, this happened. You let it all go. You went from waking up like, oh man, I had a dream about two black bears and a lion and a lioness. And now two people are going to die around me. And this happened and this happened. And I can't believe this person did this and this and this. So you escalated it instead of waking up. Wow, man, that was a crazy dream. I just had about a couple bears and a lion, a lioness. I think I'm going to write that down. I'm just going to write it down. I'm going to journal that. I'm going to set it aside then and not think about it anymore. And I'm sure that they say that our dreams become stories and eventually you'll figure out what the whole story is. And instead of doing that, she escalated to a negative day where she could have just put that over to the side. She could have listened to a motivational video. She could have listened to some gratitude. She could have done so many things to make her day better. And that's just like I say with social media or any, or the news. I mean, I'm just a big person about that. Don't turn it on. Don't turn it on until you're in the right state of mind. Don't turn it on. Anyways, you guys, I could sit on here and talk all day about, you know, about your boundaries, about finding who you are, like find out who you really are. I'd love to hear some feedback on this. Like just sit with yourself, even meditate for one minute, 30 seconds. Just try it. Get those voices out of your head. Get those evil 
chatter box voices out of your head that are telling you things like what makes you think you can do a podcast? What makes you think you can write a book? What makes think, makes you think you're worthy enough for someone? What makes you think you can do this? You can, you can turn it around and say, man, I cannot believe what a great author I am. Start believing in yourself. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that I have an eight pack of abs. I mean, come on, wish it out, talk it out. It'll come to you. I promise you. You guys, listen, like I said, my name is Tammy Lynn Connors. This is my Hope podcast and YouTube channel. And all I hope is that I can help at least one person, one person hear a story of hope and they'll get out of bed that day. That is just my mission and vision. I just want to be the light in this dark world. And I just want to help change lives for the better. I hope you all have an amazing day, night, week, everything. Just stay blessed, stay prayed up. If you pray, say gratitude up. Everybody can do gratitude. I pray. I know that God is with me through all of this journey. And I pray for each and every one of you. Have an amazing day. Bye.